You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Mobilize, personalize, optimize, and monetize your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence. From mobile marketing and messaging to mobile commerce and coupons, and from mobile apps and websites to mobile engagement and loyalty, our hosts bring on expert guests to give you the inside track on the trends, tools, and technologies that matter most. Mobile Presence, where making your brand or business mobile first is our first priority. Now, here are your hosts, Peggy Ann Saltz and Shahab Zagari. Welcome to Mobile Presence, as always, bringing you the experts to help you optimize and maximize your mobile strategy. I'm Peggy Ann Saltz from Mobile Groove, providing custom research and content marketing to the global mobile industry and offering mentoring and consulting to mobile startups. And I'm Shahab Zagari, award-winning filmmaker and executive director of marketing at Higher Ground Creative Agency. So, Shahab, your app yes. is serious business. We know this. You tell your clients that. You know, you don't just set it and forget it. It's a business, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. You've got to have your goals. You've got to have the marketing in the right places. But is that all app developers should be thinking about? Uh, exactly. If you're an independent app developer, then you have to think about your business, but you have to think about what you need to do so you don't get in serious trouble if you don't know your options, your deductions, the tax credits you can get, sort of the whole nine yards, because, of course, we have tax season right now, Shahab. Exactly. Don't remind me. <laughs> yeah, no, it's serious business. So mm-hmm. as an independent, how do you figure that stuff out? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of questions, and so we're going to give you today the inside track and some help to navigate the jungle of laws and legislation, and to do that, we have Rachel Presser, biz dev consultant, tax law specialist, writer, game developer, and all-around pretty interesting person, as you'll see. She's also a frequent instructor at Playcrafting, a speaker at local indie events, and her most recent 
ebook, must read book, The Definitive Guide to Taxes for Indie Game Developers, is available on Amazon. And as I said, Shahab, she's our guest today on Mobile Presence. Welcome to the show, Rachel. Welcome, Rachel. And hi, hi, thanks for having me. Now, to start, Sonic Toad Consulting and Media. That's the name of your company. Yes. That's a super cool name. I mean, where did you get the inspiration for that? I actually am known as a bona fide crazy toad lady. I have uh, one <laughs> very spoiled amphibian named, named Yael. So it's not just an homage, though, to my toad because, yeah, Sonic basically means that, you know, it pertains to sound, being, you know, being audible. And because, and, you know, yeah, because people keep saying to me, like, oh, like, like Sonic Boom, we were from Street Fighter. And no, it's actually not the case. <laughs> no, it's because. For a lot of creative people, your struggles like largely go unheard. I mean, come on, ah. I'm a, you know, I'm a game dev and a hustler. You know, like I have to find like a like-minded people, you know, talk about these things with because you know if you try talking about it, most people, they're all, oh god, really? Like you make games? What are, are you like a five-year-old saying you want to be a mermaid when you grow up? <laughs> you get what I mean. <laughs> so your struggles largely go unheard. Hence the Sonic part and the Toad part because of well, the Toad. <laughs> Well, Rachel, I mean, it's it's a cool combination, but you're also, in a way, you know, a kind of cool combination if I think about the biz dev consulting on the one side, you know, and then being a tax consultant and tax professional on the other. I mean, what's the fit between the two? Well, that's actually what I went to school for because I wanted to be a game dev, you know, with my, you know, most of my life. And then well, by the time I was college age, you know, we didn't have things like these game design programs in schools and whatnot. It was not even a blip on the radar. It was basically you went in for programming or you went in for digital art. You had to move to California. And I really just, you know, didn't want to, I didn't want to do that. I was too afraid of, like, taking that risk and just being all, oh, man, I'm going to go out to California, get laid off in six months, you know, what would I do? And, yeah, so I went I wound up going for quote-unquote, you know, the secure thing, thinking, of, oh, hey, I'll just go to school for accounting. Maybe, maybe I can try, you know, game dev on the side. And then, yeah, it didn't exactly work out. <laughs> so I got my license as an enrolled agent, which is, you know, designated by the IRS directly. Speaking of the IRS, we are now nearing the April deadline for income tax. Yes. So Less what's your month. top advice, you know, for app developers, just so that they can make sure they don't shortchange themselves? There's a lot of surprising things you can actually do, you know, to keep your your taxes under control. The first thing I would stress to any app developer is that you really need to keep good records. Good record keeping, whether you're going to be doing your taxes yourself or using a tax professional, good record keeping is really what's going to save the both of you a lot of stress, a lot of extra expense in the long run. You know, because poor record keeping is like really just what, you know, it gives you headaches. You can't find things. You don't know how much you earn from something. You don't know how much you spent. And, yeah, good record keeping is the first and foremost thing. Well, let's recommend. go through that. Let's go through that and move along with that, Rachel. I mean, good record keeping is one. But, you know, indie devs, I know a lot of them, a lot of my friends, and they have a yep. very special situation because they may be based in San Francisco or New York oh, yes. or, in my case, even Pittsburgh. Hey, right? <laughs> but they have an extended workforce of people coding in India or doing marketing in Malaysia. How do they deal with that? Oh, yeah, because that's the international staff or even partners. Case in point, the game studio I own, Himalaya Studios, my partner's in Australia. 
I'm over here, <laughs> you know, so we have other requirements that we have to deal with on account of that. One thing, if you're going to be hiring, though, somebody, not a partner or owner, but they're, you're going to hire in a foreign country, is that you need to be mindful of not just keeping the Department of Labor over in America happy, but you also have to comply with the labor and tax laws in the country that you're hiring that person. I wouldn't be as concerned about this. Like, I wouldn't sleep over this you know, if it's a pretty small project. You're hiring them on just a one-time kind of basis. Or, you know, they, they make themselves, you know, available to market. I would be, like, more worried about this. Like, if you're going to be really working with that person, like, you know, on an ongoing basis, like, they come back to you for multiple apps or, like, you frequently call on them and you don't know for sure if they, like, really, you know, made themselves available to market. That's where I get, that's where I'd start to get worried. And what about the other thing that indie devs do, which is basically work out of their home, bedroom, basement, what have you? I mean, what are some rules or some thoughts you might have about how to get the most, again, out of that office space and that effort in your taxes? Because the worst thing you can do is leave money on the table. So, Oh, yeah. And especially because you also may have been scared into not taking a home office deduction. This is something that happens all the time. There's two sides to this. It actually all goes back to one landmark case, the Solomon case, which was back in the 90s, to just basically TLDR it for you. It was a surgeon who was doing you know, work in his home office. He had like a two-bedroom apartment. He used a spare bedroom for an office. He was doing stuff like consulting with surgeons, doing research, writing prescriptions from that office. And you know, he was claiming the expenses like his rent, his utility bills, you know, everything else associated with it. And then the IRS struck it down. He fought back by saying that none of the hospitals he served provided him with a desk. You know, it's just so that case basically was what decided that if you don't have a place that's, you know, that one of your clients provides for you, then, you, you know, you basically can take the home office deduction, but you still have to keep it, you know, separate from your living quarters, like either just by placing some, duct tape on the floor, putting up a room divider, because, you know, this is new. I mean, I'm in New York. I'm just picturing that. I'm sorry, Rachel. I was just picturing the duct tape on the floor there for a moment. But it's actually that people do it, you know, and because that's the thing, because it's a very common misconception that you have to have a separate room. So this is where the other side of the home office deduction comes in. Yeah, there was actually a case, Huang versus Commissioner, I think it was back in the early 2000s. The guy was using a closet. He used a closet. And yet it worked, right? Because that was his sectioned off little thing, right? Yeah, because there was nothing in the law that says that you have to use an entire room. So, yeah, if you're living like in like, you know, a 300 square foot efficiency apartment, you know, or you have roommates or something and you're just like, oh, hey, this is my space here and it's my space just for work. Like you can't have like your personal items laying around there. You can't use it to go play World of Warcraft. You have to use that area just for work, <laughs> you know, like quarter off, you know, from like your main living quarters, you know, mm-hmm. using like a room divider, duct tape on the floor. And, Got it. Well, Rachel, yeah. on that note, I'm going to just take us to break. But when we come back, we're going to hear more about some of your tips from your ebook, The Definitive Guide to Taxes for Indie Developers. So listeners, stay right there. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Is your website hacked? 
is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly. Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjorge, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjorgeDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E Digital.com. Cranberry Radio is your new destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Browse through our complete library of programs at cranberry.fm or on demand through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, and Google Play. Don't worry, you can still access all of our great webmasterradio.fm programs at cranberry.fm. Refresh your bookmarks today to Cranberry Radio at cranberry.fm. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Pick out some new favorite podcasts now at cranberry.fm. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on Cranberry Radio. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove. And I'm Shahab Zaghari with Higher Ground Creative Agency. And our guest today, Rachel Presser, BizDev consultant and owner of Sonic Toad Consulting and Media. And, you know, when we went to break, we were actually talking about sectioning off, you know, a section of your home if you have a home office and that that can be used as deductions. Is that the kind of tips that you have in your brand new ebook, The Definitive Guide to Taxes for Indie Game Developers? And if so, what other kinds of things do you have in that book? Yes, I do. I actually have a whole section dedicated to how you can correctly write off a home office. In my book, I also cover things like development costs, the R&D credit, mm. because that's another you know, hot-button issue for both app and game developers. I also basically have a whole section on you know, travel and convention expenses, because there's actually a lot of surprising loopholes hidden in that one that a lot of people overlook. Oh, I'm tempted. I can't resist it. Share one loophole, because there's nothing better than figuring out a way to get some money back, I guess. Oh, yeah. Well, here, I'll actually use an example. I cite it in my book, and I did it just now while I was at GDC a week ago. I always wait until I go to GDC to get my coat cleaned, and there's a reason for that. It's because you can deduct things like laundry and dry cleaning when you are traveling overnight for business at least one night you can write that off. If I was just going to drop it off you know, as a dry cleaner by my apartment, I would get no deduction. But I do if I'm on the road. So did you know that, Shahab? Hmm. No, I did not. 
Say yeah. we all I have do to now, though. I have to go so, get yeah. that ebook. I- <laughs> we have to yeah, download yeah. that ebook. Yeah, yeah, so save your dry cleaning for when you're going to go on the road for a convention or you're going away overnight, like to meet a publisher. Or, you know, even if I'm, yeah, going back to international debt team members, if, like, if, if I'm going all the way to Australia to go see my biz partner, yeah, do the laundry there. You can get a, you can get a rag off. And that's like one of those little things that really adds up shockingly fast. Another thing, too, that people also tend to, they often look, but then they also, like, make some mistakes with this. Um, you may have heard that you can deduct things like meals, drinks, entertainment, you know, so long as it was for either A, a business purpose, or B, like when you're traveling for business. Yeah, when you're traveling for business, you know, like you're going to a convention like GDC or something, yeah, you can write off basically all that your wife's sustaining costs, which would be like food and lodging, drinks, once again, keep good records of this. But when you're not on the road, though, when you're, you know, you're in the, your regular work area or you're just, like, making a day trip, if you're having, like, dinner with somebody or, like, you're taking them out for, you know, for coffee, you actually have to keep, like, a better record than just that it took place and that you spent money. You actually have to write things down, like, what your relationship is to this person, what you talked about, you know, like, what you hope to get out of it. it you don't need to write, like, a war and peace length description but right. you just, gotta just write them. make sure you document that's great now let's switch gears a little bit here um i loved reading your post at game of sutra about how you helped your client increase number of subscribers by 150 percent um could you tell us a little bit about how you did that and what you did sure so so going to conventions you know is a great way you know to basically you know, meet your fans in person and get get new ones and so, yeah, so my client went to MAGFest or the Music and Games Festival, which is a very big convention, you know, with a lot of, a lot of, a lot of turnout. Um, you know, you can meet a lot of really, you know, passionate gamers there. So he set up, you know, a very, you know, a very immersive booth, because um, that's the thing, setting up a booth is more than just, hey, you get a table and you, you sit there, you, you got, you know, a laptop or you got, you know, your, your tablet. Uh, no, there's a lot more to it. Like, boothing is actually like a very, you know, like I could do a whole other poster, like radio talk about boothing alone. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah, so he not only set up, you know, an excellent booth, but then when MAGFest was over, um, he also really amped up his efforts um, to do, you know, more um, email signups um, and keep those people engaged because it's not just, you know, getting the signups at the conventions or directing them, you know, on your website. It's also a matter of, you know, hey, you have these signups, what do you do with them? So we came up with a strategy. It's basically, um, you know, he, he writes these posts so as the characters in the game. And that's been doing a great job, you know, with keeping people engaged. Um, you know, it doesn't sound, because that way it doesn't sound like too businessy or too, or too much like a dev diary, which some people really love to read those, but... When you're talking specifically about, you know, marketing to gamers, not other game devs, um, yeah. you know, who the latter is more interested in reading, like, the di- like the diary aspect most of the time. Um, it's really, like, the gamers, like, who love seeing, you know, stuff from the perspective of the characters and really getting into more of, like, you know, that, that sort of aspect of 
the game's development. So, so it was more like giving them something valuable and not just straight marketing, and that's what allowed you to get a number of subscribers and I guess also keep them, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. And and so some other some other tips that I gave him, you know, included, um, you know, also like you know just like getting out there both um, online too as well as in person. You know, such as you know, posting on other forums like dedicated to that specific genre. Um, you know, like finding uh, also also looking into um, you know like like, like looking at, like, looking up like websites and social media like for games kind of similar to it. That's another way to find the kind of you know players that you would want for a game like that. Um, and then I also I also made a suggestion um, you know both you know for big conventions like MAGFest and smaller ones as well. Um, as I mentioned, yeah, like the booth's a big aspect, but also even even stuff you have like your promotional items, like things like stickers, postcards, and the like, should definitely you know definitely make like you know a decent investment in them. You don't want you know cheap crappy materials, mm-hmm. um, but like the people also just love getting something for free. When you have something like special that relates either to your game and fits in with the theme, or even just something people will find useful, such as a pen, for instance, because that's the thing, people will throw out a business card, but if you have, if they have a really good pen, they won't toss it. Uh, that's a good way to get people to remember, to remember you. So I'm just, I'm just curious, you know, you, you also have your, your own company, yep. um, as as well. I mean, we're coming up to break, but maybe just in a in a nutshell, you could tell me something that you think app developers should be doing more of. Yeah. So I would I would definitely you know would would put you know, really stress going to you know, going to conventions, going you know even like the smaller expos um, to meet to meet people in person because when you have that in person interaction. Um, yeah, don't get me wrong. I've met a lot of people, like you know, off of like Gama Sutra or off of um, you know Touch Arcade, and so on. And it's great. But when your first impression is in person, like it really has, it's really got a more lasting effect. It's got, in my opinion, a lot more value to it. And like those are the, those are the kind of people who they're actually going to be like you know, at, you know real true fans, not just followers. Well, that's a great place to uh, take a break again. Um, we'll look at more of this, uh, including you know, how you bring your personal touch to the BizDev Consulting that you're doing with Indie App Developers, and lots of other questions, including your top tips for app developers. So listeners, stay right there. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Are you paying too much for your paid advertising? Or have you quit altogether because it seemed like a huge waste of money? Studies show that companies waste 25% of their PPC spend on average. 
The web marketing experts at wmetraining.com can show you how to make your AdWords account a lean, mean converting machine. Whether you're just starting out or want to take your skills to the next level, we have a class for you. Contact the web marketing experts at wmetraining.com. Do you have cold, hard cash burning a hole in your pocket? Let Cranberry Radio lighten your load. Just hand us that burdensome dinero, and we'll get you set up with your very own radio show. We produce, edit, and amplify the show. All you have to do is show up. It's time for you to make an impact. We're glad to help. Just hand over the cash. Space is limited, so contact us now at sales at cranberry.fm. More refreshing talk radio on air and on demand 24-7. Only on Cranberry Radio. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. Only on Cranberry Radio. And we're back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove. And I'm Shahab Zagari with Higher Ground Creative Agency. And we've been talking today with Rachel Presser. She's BizDev consultant and owner of Sonic Toad Consulting and Media in New York City, I believe. Isn't it, Rachel? Uh, yes, that's correct. Great. And, you know, Rachel, this is the part of the show where our guests, or I'm sorry, our listeners love to hear our guests talk about their top three tips. So for app developers, could you give us top three app marketing tips? Take out the show? Yeah, sure. So the first one that I would suggest um, is yeah, your, your icon in the store is ac- actually holds a lot more power than you think. You know, so when you when you're starting to get a following together and everything, I would definitely you know like beta beta test your icons to see who's going to click on it more, um, because yeah, having the right icon can seriously like make or break you on play or on the app store. Um, I mean, people do judge a book by its cover. That's the first thing I would suggest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you know, then. then then after, you know, icons and the like aside, um, when you're going to be doing, you know, if you're going to be doing things like paid ads, you know, through the major networks, you definitely want to have a call to action someplace in that ad, um, you know, such as, you know, depending on what your app does, you know, you can't, you can't have a wall of text there, but you just basically need to have, you know, something like if you're doing a game, for instance, you, ha- you just even have something like come play now is going to be more effective than not having text anything at all hmm. yeah i mean i mean so just like some just a very like simple little call to action and then the last and probably most vital one if we're going to if i'm going to step away from games and just talk strictly about about apps is there a particular like pain or problem that your app addresses um you know that's usually the reason why a lot of people make them um like I, i'm actually thinking of like a, a random one I still have my iPad. That would be Carl's mortgage calculator. Yeah, a lot of people find it to be a pain to calculate stuff like mortgage rates. Okay, it may not be the most thrilling topic on earth, but that's a app that's got. But it serves healthy. a purpose. Yeah, yeah very healthy amount of downloads. It serves, you know, it serves a very important purpose, and that's a pain that you know that the average per- the average man on the street you know definitely has if they're looking into getting a mortgage. You know, and so. Yeah, if your app is going to solve like a very particular pain, 
I would definitely focus, you know, like on, you know, like talk to people who have, who have, or expect to have this kind of pain, they would ask, you know, how they would like to see it addressed. And then that's definitely going to go a very long way when you, when you get your marketing campaign going. So in other words, a little bit of reality check out there, a little bit of um, your own research to find out, you know, is this a problem and how should my app address it? Uh, yeah. And then, and how would people, you know, how would they basically know that this problem is being, is being solved? You know, like how does your app solve it for them? Okay. Well, it sounds like a lot of advice you have both in your ebook and, of course, over at Sonic Toad. Um, Rachel, it's been great to have you on the show today. How do people stay in touch with you, keep up with what you're writing, what you're doing, maybe even find out more about your, your own app in progress, I understand? Uh, yes. So, so in addition to running Sonic Toad, I also uh, I co-run Himalaya Studios. Um, we actually make point-and-click adventure games that are making a foray into, into mobile this year um, with, a, with a very um, our very first specially designed mobile game. And, uh, yeah, so you can find out more about us at HimalayaStudios.com. You can follow us on Twitter at, at Himalaya Studios. If you want to see what I'm particularly up to, I do have a mailing list, the Toad Tribune. You can sign up for it at SonicToad.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at NYHCMaven84. And yeah, so that's a, usually the way, usually the best way to reach me. And we'll have all of this on the website because I do notice that about you, Rachel. You have some eclectic Twitter handles and websites uh, yes. <laughs> to keep track of. Not not Indeed. the easiest ones to uh, to uh, we won't we won't spell them out here. We'll write them out later on the website. Okay. <laughs> and and uh, great having you on the show. And Shahab, what about you? You can get a hold of me on Twitter at Shahab Zagari. That's Z-A-R-G-A-R-I. They can check out our portfolio on HigherGroundCreative.agency. And you can email me, Peggy, at MobileGroove.com or follow me on Twitter at Peggy Ann, A-N-N-E. You can also check out my portfolio of work and services for small biz and indie developers over at MobileGroove.com and check out companion posts and columns out there in the blogosphere for outlets taking my byline, which include Forbes, um, Street Fight Mag, and, of course, VentureBeat. Thanks again for joining us for Mobile Presence. Remember that new episodes of Mobile Presence air Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can check out earlier episodes of our show by going to webmasterradio.fm or you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. And, of course, you can stay connected by downloading the Webmaster Radio mobile app from the iTunes App Store or Google Play. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.